The Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the eastern United States. Here's Rapping on Racing. a veteran. He's the cop on the beat who spent six months in Saudi Arabia sweating two gallons a day and making sure the armored personnel carriers didn't run out of fuel. He's the barroom loudmouth, dumber than five wooden planks, whose overgrown frat boy behavior is outweighed a hundred times in the cosmic scales by four hours of exquisite bravery near the 38th parallel. She or he is the nurse who fought against futility and went to sleep sobbing every night for two solid years in Da Nang. He is the POW who went away one person and came back another, or didn't come back at all. He is the Quantico drill instructor who has never seen combat, but has saved countless lives by turning slouchy, no-account rednecks and gang members into Marines and teaching them to watch each other's backs. He is the parade-riding legionnaire who pins on his ribbons and medals with a prosthetic hand. He is the career quartermaster who watches the ribbons and medals pass him by. He is the three anonymous heroes in the Tomb of the Unknowns, whose presence at the Arlington National Cemetery must forever preserve the memory of all the anonymous heroes whose valor dies unrecognized with them on the battlefield or in the ocean's sunless deep. He's the old guy bagging groceries at the supermarket, palsied now and aggravatingly slow, who helped liberate a Nazi death camp and who wishes all day long that his wife were still alive to hold him when the nightmares come. He is an ordinary and yet an extraordinary human being, a person who offered some of life's most vital years in the service of his country, and who sacrificed his ambitions so others would not have to sacrifice theirs. He is a soldier and a savior and a sword against the darkness, and he is nothing more than the finest, greatest testimony on behalf of the finest, greatest nation ever known. So remember, each time you see someone who has served our country, just lean over and say, thank you. That's all that most people need, and in most cases it will mean more than any medals they could have been awarded or were awarded. Two little words that mean a lot. Thank you. And that's what is a veteran.
Listeners, joining me now is Dave Oliveri, co-host. Dave, you were one busy guy at the World Finals. I, I, I would think so. I had a great time. It's the you know, first opportunity that I had a chance to see you since last year. It's just with the, you know you living full-time in, in North Carolina currently, and it's just uh, just it was good seeing you. You know, your son Darren was with us, you know, for much of the whole week. And just as you, Don Gamble always says, we had Chamber of Commerce weather. You couldn't have asked for it was four nicer days of weather. Yeah, it was beautiful. Hey, before we get into the weeds here, I want to thank Chris Dolak, the Director of Marketing at the World of Outlaws, and Jonathan Coleman, Director of Publicity and Communications at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Very helpful. I mean, anything, any questions, well, they were just amazing, and I, I wanted to thank them. And we, as part of the the World Finals, Rick Eshelman, that was one event that Rick always looked forward to. And, you know, it was with great sadness the World of Outlaws lost one of its family members in Rick a few weeks ago. And it's just on, it wasn't the same. I, I don't know how you want to sugarcoat it. It's just, and there was some, you know, Brett and the guys did a, a great job and, it's just but not having Rick there. There was just a, a little void. As the announcer for the World of Outlaws, he was known by fans all over the world. And about a month ago, he was inducted into the Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame, a crowning achievement in a career that spanned more than 40 years. He's one of only four announcers to be inducted. Rick was more than just an announcer, if you knew Rick. He was a friend to everyone at the track. His note cards on the driver were legendary, a database that could rival anything that was electronic. He was an Air Force veteran. Rick had a special place in his heart for the military, often acknowledging the veterans in attendance at the events by asking them to stand and be recognized. And on at the last uh, driver's meeting on Saturday, uh, they were passing out some special awards, and at, at Rick's memorial, they had uh, some special treats for his friends. And what I mean by friends, his love of animals was second to none. If you want, to, he walked through the pits and he saw a spot or rover, whoever it was. He always took the time to go over there and you know give him a little scratch and pet. And that, that was just Rick. He will be missed. Hey, our guests include Logan Zarin, Mike Marlar, Hudson O'Neill, Max Blair, Matt Williamson, Jonathan Davenport, Tanner English, Donnie Schatz, Heather Line, Lonnie Lamb, and Dave Farney. Now, the one name people probably won't recognize was Dave Farney. He was actually the flagman for the DIRT uh, organization, and uh, we got his information from Lenny Batiki's pre-race party, uh, and this Dave guy's a character. You're going you're gonna to enjoy that interview. We also have an interview with Logan Zarin, a Western Pennsylvania rookie driver at the DIRT track, his first time there. And while we're talking about Logan Zarin, I'd like to thank you know, Logan and his dad, Jim, they were my chauffeurs down to Charlotte. I had, a little, had some transportation issues, and it was a nice trip down and back in, in the motor coach with them, and it was just you know fun spending the weekend with them. That, the, the entire uh, crew, uh, just great people and uh, uh, 
Greg Beach was there. Uh, I, I get a kick out of his nickname, Ass Dragger. I don't know where that came from, but boy, he's a hard worker. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's definitely anything from an ass dragger. And then when he was down there, he made the announcement that he's going to be a distributor for Kryptonite. And, uh, and having a chance to spend, you know, eight hours down and eight hours back with them, uh, you know, he, he's, his shop is, you know, Anarchy Customs is extremely busy. And it was just good to, you know, have Greg down there helping his errands for the week. You had a chance to talk to Mike Marler, Wednesday night feature winner. Just about everybody you talked to won the feature. That's a wrapping on racing. If a Dave talks to you, you have a pretty good, you know, have a chance a pretty good evening. And I also had a chance to talk to Hudson O'Neill, the new driver of the Rocket Hoscar. I think the listeners will be interesting to hear Hudson's interview, which just as we talked about throughout the week, Don, it's some pretty, pretty big shoes to fill. Yeah, and he indicated in your interview that he was a little nervous till he got out on the track, but he did a nice job. Now, you talked to Max Blair, and he indicated that uh, his last ride uh, will be with uh, Viper Motorsports, and he's going to join Briggs Motorsports. Now, is that the Briggs from back home? That is Boom Briggs. Uh, he's actually going to be replacing... Uh, the driver of the number one, Josh Richards, and uh, I just, and I don't want to ruin the interview, but it was just a lot of things that we've talked about all year with expenses and family and being close to home. I think it's, it's going to help Max out. I think in every interview you did where the driver has children, they all mentioned how important it was to be able to spend time with their family. Matt Williamson, our, our buddy from, uh, I guess, north of the border in Canada, our feature winner on Wednesday and Saturday, a great weekend for Matt. And he finished second in the Super Dirt Car points only to Matt Shepard. And, you know, that's nothing to be ashamed of. I think Matt Williamson has, like, 21 wins, and Matt Shepard has 41 wins and, like, $700,000 in earnings. So to finish second to the Matt, spelled with two Ts, is, is not nothing to be ashamed of. Heather Line, uh, two years as the crew chief of the year with Dennis Erb, first female crew chief to win a late model championship. She's amazing, and what a hard worker. She is, and I've known what Heather's done for quite a few years from some things locally, but you know her job as an engineer allows her to be able to do this, but her specialty is, and I was reading this in, in a bio going back from years ago, uh, she kind of works with, like, I don't know if it's nuclear electronics where they site up or if you're over on a mission and you want to drop a bomb in a hole about uh, two by two, that's what she works on. So if you can do that, I guess it's pretty easy to work on a race car. She's amazing. Tanner English upstaged the late model veterans in a thrilling Thursday World of Outlaws uh, win, and uh, she... Tanner is second in late model points and the 2022 Rookie of the Year. Yeah, had a great battle with uh, Max Blair all year. Like Max, he's going to be changing rides this year. But it, w it was nice to see the, uh, the young man. Uh, he had a he had the dominant car Thursday evening, and it was just uh, first chance I had a chance to opportunity to meet with Tanner. And I think again. Our listeners will enjoy what he had to say. How about and, Superman? Yeah, unbelievable. 
I mean, you talk about anybody that's phenomenal. The first two nights, Superman wasn't too super, but on Saturday evening, somehow something clicked in his head where everybody was running down low to the middle. Jonathan took off on the high side and just obliterated the field. That's the only way he can, can say it. And had a nice interview with Jonathan. And the win on Saturday evening, bringing his total, this is a hard one to believe. Now, we got the million dollars in there, too. But he's just maybe about 25000 shy of $2 million. That's amazing. And just a great driver. You know, Donnie Schatz served up a World of Outlaws World Finals victory, and I liked your interview with him. And at the close of the show, we're actually going to have victory lane interviews with Matt Williamson, Donnie Schatz, and Jonathan Davenport. You know, one other thing, Don, when we go to the World Finals, our good friends from Racers for Tots, Lonnie Lamb and the crew, they raffle off the Rocket House car and... It was, well, I shouldn't say the Rocket House car. It was a car that Rocket built. And a local winner, again, this year, will let the listeners, you know, listen to that in the interview. But, Don, you were involved with this, you know, since day one. I believe it's year 22 or 23. But the thing I, it stands out the most to me, I think they've raised in those 22 years in excess of $2.5 million to get toys needy children yeah when jimmy started this it was kind of a small gathering at uh, lambrose bar in the north side and the toys covered the pool table but then every year bigger and bigger and bigger and now uh lonnie and his crew they do a great job and uh the guy that won bought one ticket and uh he bought it in the summertime he wasn't even there to know that he won the car now, it was, I came down after the announcement that we heard over on the PA system, and I wanted to get Lonnie's take of it. Well, when I walked down, the gentleman happened to be on the phone, and he's from up in the the Conneaut area, and um, <laughs> I don't know how you do that if you get the phone call and say, you know, hey, Don Gamble or whoever it is, you know, the, the most recent winner, hey, you got a $40,000 race car coming your way. I get, <laughs> just, you get choked pretty choked up yeah they did a super job and you know you talk about credibility i mean how much more authentic can it be that a the guy's not there b he bought the ticket in the summertime and he had no idea till they called him yeah that's the best part of it in like you always said and lonnie say you know, you'll have people that buy tickets in the summertime. They buy them in the spring. They buy them in the fall. They buy them at World Finals. It, it just goes to prove one ticket, you can be a winner. I like the little kids that he had helping him. I mean, that that drum that was rolling around, boy, had a lot of tickets in it. But two little kids uh, picked the winner out. Yeah, they were hanging out around the car, and they were, they were friends of somebody, and he just thought it was, you know, appropriate where... You know, innocence is the best. So, if, if anything is going to, be, if anybody thought for some reason there would be a little sleight of hand there with a young kid pulling it, there, that's never going to happen. It was good to see Jimmy Steigerwald, the guy that uh, started all this, and I had a chance to talk talk to Steve Baker and uh, 
the people involved in this, they got to feel really good around Christmas because there's a lot of kids that are going to benefit from the hard work of the Racers for Tots group. And just one thing, a final thing on Racers for Tots, there'll be a Christmas party that's coming up. I, it's usually the first, within the first 10 days of December, and that'll be, uh, it's going to be up on their website and in all social media aspects, but um, that'll be one, la- one last chance if you want to go and bring a toy and to see the events that they do. And when you walk into that room and you know, see the bikes and see the toys, it's, it's overwhelming and it almost it, it brings a tear to my eyes every year because it's just it's like wow some well, kid that doesn't have a toy is going to have a heck of a Christmas. Now think about this, and I'm going to read the guests again: Logan Zairn, Mike Marler, Hudson O'Neill, Max Blair, Matt Williamson, Jonathan Davenport, Tanner English, Donnie Schatz, Heather Lynn, Lonnie Lamb and Dave Farney, and the only interviews that you didn't do was Donnie Schatz and Dave Farney. That's what you do as a reporter for Rapping on Racing. I love doing it. When you gave me the opportunity five years ago, I said I wouldn't disappoint you. Never have. I'm proud of the work that you do and all other contributors, you know, on our staff uh, to think what we do to me, rivals anything on a national media level, Don. I thank you again. I want to wish you a good evening, and we'll talk uh, when the next show's ready to go. All right, Don, again, from myself, it was just a joy spending, you know, five days with you. You know, I miss not seeing you on a regular basis, and I, this is the way we got to do it. We got to do it, but, you know, we, we chat, you know, two or three times a week, and, and I said, again, I'm looking forward to next year and i'm sure you already got our tickets ordered i did they're all set yep okay i thank you i thank you don and have a, a wonderful evening and, and you and don have a, a blessed thanksgiving and the same for you and Char. okay thank you this is the banker bob thought i just read a pretty good article on diet and exercise it says in part that you should eat as if your food were medicine. If you don't, you might wind up eating medicine as your food. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway would like to thank all of our marketing partners who helped make our 2022 a success. Rourke Automotive Group, Cheplick Packing, Crawford Auto Repair, Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive, Rock Auto, Next Gen Outdoor Services, Summit Racing Equipment, Basil Race Fuels, Coca-Cola, Calusi Chevrolet, The Coriopolis Record, Isley's, J.D. Hall Excavating, Octane Customs, Precise Racing Products, Hoosier Tire Mid-Atlantic, Racing Junk, Rhino Racing Classifieds, Yingling, Zarin Truck and Automotive, and Zoofall Communications. We would like to also congratulate our 2022 champions in the Rush Late Models, Philip Ubeck, in the Hobby Stocks, Frank McGill, for the Chuplick Series, Logan Catellis, in the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, AJ Poljack, in the Open Four Cylinders, Craig Rudolph, and in the Young Guns, Emmy Laboon. Stay tuned to our social media channels and our website, ppms.com, for upcoming information regarding our 2023 racing season. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. We're talking.
talking to last night's late model winner, Mike Marler. Mike, congr first of all, congratulations on the win. Any win in Charlotte is kind of a special one. It's because you never know what you're going to get here at Charlotte. Last night, the track was just incredibly fast. You could go, but we're just going to talk about you know the feature. You know, you start at ninth and progressively through the 40 laps, the car got better and better. And you, we, we were, we were kind of like catfishing on the bottom, getting some good bite, but you slowly pick cars off and then you got an opportunity to get up, you pass Trent Ivy, and then with about four to go, a caution came out. And you know, I, I want to say that it, sometimes it plays into the driver's hands and sometimes it doesn't, but at that point, you know, I, I think you had the advantage. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we um, the caution come out at you know uh, I, my car was good, you know, um, good enough to overcome the caution. Usually the the caution I felt like was hurting my momentum, but ended up working out okay, you know. So we uh, was able to get back by and get the lead. But uh, honestly, I thought it probably hurt my chances, but snuck by on the last lap and got it anyway. And you're sitting there like Shane, and you lead all the laps. Now you've been in that predicament many times. Would you rather be from the person out out front or the person behind? Uh, you know, when my car's working good and I'm tracking them down, as long as we don't have any hiccups, cautions, or, or something to, to mess with that, you definitely. Uh, I feel like my focus is better when I'm when I've got a target in front of me. But uh, but being out front, you got clean air too, so it's good either way. And yeah, so you made the win on opening night. The kind of schedule's kind of different here. You raced Wednesday and you're racing tonight Thursday. You're off Friday and back for the big show on Saturday. But today we've had unseasonably warm weather here in Charlotte. It's, it feels like it's 80 degrees. How do you think the track, I mean, they did a great job preparing the last night, but how do you think the surface is going to be tonight? Do you think it's going to be more slick? I'd say the, the track itself will be about the same, but running with sprint cars versus the big blocks will change it a little bit. So sprints usually clean it up good. I, I would expect the track to be a little more dirty today with the big blocks, but it's hard to say. You know, we ran after, we run second behind those guys all night long, so, uh, so we'll probably get a little, maybe be possibly a drier track as where we were first last night in front of the sprints so so the track itself will be probably the same thing but uh, as far as when we're going will make a difference yeah the uniqueness of this four days how's it going to feel to have a day off in the middle of a race weekend yeah hopefully it's not go smooth and uh, don't have any, have to do a bunch of work tomorrow so that'd be nice if that happened that means you can sleep in and have a little fun tomorrow maybe that's it maybe we'll go around and check out some of the nascar shops or something do something fun well again congratulations on your win Wednesday night. Best of luck tonight and the rest of the weekend, Mike. Uh, thanks for having me on. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. 
At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. I would like to take a minute to thank our marketing partners. Curtis Power Solutions. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Alternative Power Sources, Zarin Truck and Automotive, RPS Financial Solutions, and Jennerstein Speedway. Without these people, rapping on racing would not be possible. Stand on it. Come on, man. Stand on it. This is Mark Richards. You're listening to Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble. Joining us at Charlotte Motor Speedway is the driver of the number one rocket house car, Hudson O'Neill. A little bit different introduction there. Uh, last night, first opportunity to you know, jump in the rocket car. And I, I guess I would say it's, you know, every time you make a change, it's, there's some learning curves. And uh, last night's track, I mean, it was hammered down fast, uh, but just from your perspective, just the first night out in the car. Yeah, it, uh, overall we had a, I feel like we had a decently successful night. We were able to show some speed at times and uh, you know, I just, I, I made a couple mistakes and got us behind a little bit uh, from the heat race going forward and just started a little too far back to be able to do anything with uh, with our speed. Um, you know, I think we we have a good early car. We're going to have to get a little bit better in the future, but overall, you know, we, we've got a pretty good program going right now, and I think that uh, I think that if we can uh, get qualified good and start up front in the heat race, maybe we can do something with it. You know, we always talk when I, inter- when I interview the drivers how important qualifying is, because if you get up and make a bad lap, you get up in that loose stuff, and what you had last night is probably a track that we don't see very here often in Charlotte, and tonight, you know, we're going to have warm weather, you know, we have temperatures, you know, darn near 75 degrees here, and so I expect the track to maybe a little bit, uh, a little bit different, but you know, last night it rubbered up a little bit in the feature, still a lot of bite down below, but I think tonight it's going to be maybe the top side. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, you know, they, they give us a pretty good racetrack to race on last night, and it seemed to uh, seemed to race fairly well, so as long as they can give us that tonight, hopefully we can, uh, hopefully we'll put on a good show. 
the big question is, you know, if you've had, you know, you seem like you are a veteran, but you're, you know, still young in age. And, you know, when the phone rang from Mark and Steve to come and take this opportunity, you know, Brandon obviously had a different commitment. Uh, when you have family and things like that, it's kind of a, a different scenario. You're still the young buck uh, and you're out there. But when that phone rang, I'm sure your heart had to start beating a little bit. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, just to have the opportunity, um, you know, to be able to come and drive such great equipment and be such, uh, be a part of such a uh, great organization. It's uh, it's special, no doubt, and to be able to work alongside Mark and Steve and uh, the whole crew here at Rocket, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a pleasure. You've had the opportunity to both run on the Locust Tour and the World of Outlaw Tour last year. This is something that the Rocket team wanted to change up and differentiate from the world of outlaws and running with Lucas. Is, is there any, if you know, if you don't, that's fine. Were you guys planning on picking a series or? Yeah, our plan right now is to run the Lucas whole deal, do the same thing that Rocket did this year. And, uh, you know, what I've been doing the last several years, I guess, I've never ran another tour besides Lucas. So uh, I'm excited to do that. Uh, I really feel like we're, we're, we're going to go out guns blazing and hopefully have a chance at a championship. So, uh, you know, it's just going to take me and Mark a while to, to learn exactly maybe what I want a little bit different than what uh, Shep wanted. Um, you know, whether that's going to be a little different, maybe it might be the same, I don't know. It's just uh, time will tell, uh, you know, as me and Mark, me and him are only going to begin to work better together as I kind of understand what he looks for and the information I, he wants me to give him and and uh, me start paying attention to those areas. So, uh, you know, it's just, it's just different. I've never really... Uh, never really been in a position like this so uh, it's just going to it's going to take some learning uh, as far as the communication side goes and uh, hopefully we can grasp onto it pretty quick you know one thing that you might have being used to the lucas tour is you're familiar with the, the tracks i had an opportunity earlier this, this evening to talk to max blair and he was learning the outlaw racetracks and you know each one's different but it has to be such a big advantage to you knowing that you know and Brandon was familiar with the Midwest tracks and I think you know you or more I guess I would say from the center out instead of from the center in and mm -hmm. a lot of these tracks that are in the you know the Pennsylvania area New York down south they're a little bit different for you yeah yeah it is it's uh you know, just just like this place, this isn't a place I come to very much. I've been here two times before this, and and uh, never really had very good runs here. Uh, but uh, you know, we we have some speed here. Um, you know, I think we're going to show it tonight. But yeah, you know, it's uh, going to racetracks that you've been to multiple times is an advantage. I don't care who you ask. You know, uh, so being headed towards the Lucas deal. It's going to be a big advantage for me, uh, not necessarily an advantage, but it's going to be a good deal for me to not have to worry about learning racetracks. I can just focus more on, uh, you know, more on trying to build the relationship with Mark and be able to communicate what I need and, and, and what uh, what he thinks we need. So, um, you know, I think it's I think it's going to be good, man. Uh, I, I really do. I, I don't think that there's many downsides to this deal. Um, I think it's uh, all going to be uh, uphill. You know, the, the thing that you also have as an advantage is, you know, you have a mentor in your dad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mark's probably been to every track you could possibly think of. And I'll have to say your dad's been darn near close to it. So to be able to say, you know, hey, Dad, when you raced it, XYZ Speedway, what did you think? And uh, maybe the cars are a little bit different, yeah. but you know, it, it's like certain tracks that you never know. Like I know you've run down to Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, where from we're at, 
And that track changes just like this thing, and it's fast, but it's like you never know what temperature is going to do when changes. And again, like I said, to be able to have the notebook that Mark and Steve do, and then your dad and, and your notebook now, is a big advantage for you going into 2023. Yeah, uh, you know, having my dad on my side, it, it, it's the stuff that he sees behind the wheel that, that other people just can't see, you know what I mean? It's... Uh, and for him to be able to come down here and correct me and tell me what I do right or do wrong or whatever, um, you know, it helps. Just like last night, it, you know, I really wanted my dad here with me this weekend because sometimes whenever you get in a new relationship, sometimes uh, I feel like Mark, you know, if I do something wrong, Mark's, you know, it's being new. Now, as it grows, you know, he'll probably tell me. But, you know, being new and the first opening weekend and everything, you know, Mark isn't going to tell me exactly. He's going to sugarcoat some stuff, you know, and my dad, he's not going to sugarcoat anything. He's going to tell me how it is. And so it's good to have that balance, uh, you know, for this first weekend. And, uh, you know, as we grow and as the relationship gets better, um, I feel like that won't be the case. Um, but, you know, right now I feel like best case scenario is to have my dad here and have Mark here, and they have a good relationship. Every time I turn around, they're talking to each other. And, uh, you know, they've just been around the sport a long time. They've raced each other for a very long time, and I'm just very fortunate to be able to uh, have my name on the on the front of this rocket. To have that extra set of eyes, I know when I was a car owner and we were running modifieds, and sometimes as a driver, you don't see what your dad's seeing or what Mark is seeing. I mean, you're you're focusing on something. So if you're entering a corner or do something like that, and Hudson's mind, that's good. And your dad's saying, Hudson, what were you thinking? And that's just, and again, it, it, it's hard, especially from a father and a son sometimes, where to take constructive criticism. That's the hardest part of the sport because your dad's been through so much of it. So it's not like me saying, Hudson, you know, I was watching you. Know, what, what were you thinking? Now, I'm just watching it from a perspective of someone that's been in the sport for a long period of time. Your dad sat behind the wheel and be able to do that. So to have that nucleus of both Mark and, and your dad, Don, is just, just a tremendous asset. Yeah, it is. And, you know, bird's eye view is always 2020. You know, whenever you're looking at it from afar and you see all the cars and everything happening around you, everybody sees everybody sees what's going on. You know, whenever you're behind the seat, it's a little different. It, you, you, you don't know what's going on behind you. You don't know where... Whenever you're running 12th, you don't know what the leaders are doing. You know, it, it it's just, it's different, you know. And that's where my dad, where he's set behind the wheel of a race car for so long, and then he gets to watch it from the outside. You know, whenever he says, Hudson, what were you thinking? Well, he kind of understands a little bit. All right, well, maybe he just didn't know. You know, maybe he couldn't, you know. it. So it's good because he's got, he's been on both sides. And, uh, but, yeah, it's, uh you know, and Mark's been around this sport for so long. He's coached so many great drivers. And, uh, you know, I mean, look, look what he did with Josh and look what he's done with Brandon over the last few years. And, uh, you know, it's hopefully, uh, you know, I think that uh, I do my best to listen well. And, uh, you know, hopefully maybe I'll win all them races that them guys have. It's just uh, time will tell. The interesting part of that is when you talk about that history, you know, Josh came up from nowhere 
and grew. Brandon, you know, filled in for Josh and grew. And now maybe Hudson, with a little bit of experience, can grow. And just the last thing, when you got the call, obviously, I assume the first person you called, maybe beside your girlfriend or something like that, was to call your dad. How excited was your dad when he heard you have the opportunity to drive this car? Because you look at it now, it's blue. They give you a little bit of red this uh, for the race down here. You know, the one rocket is such an iconic color and car wherever you go. Yeah, he was, he was excited whenever I called him. And, you know, he's just, uh, I think he's just proud. Uh, you know, it's, I think you any father. always best for your kids, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right. You know, they you dream of being at the top of a sport, and this is the top of the sport to be able to uh, be able to be here and be a part of an organization like this and a program. and. And uh, you know, just look at look at the hall, or look at the cars, look at look at how organized everything is. It's just it's second to none, uh, you know. And I'm just uh, happy to be a part of it. I think the things that most people don't realize, you know, I'm sure you've had the opportunity to go to the rocket shop. Yeah. And it's just, I think when I go there, the things that I see that is most intimidating. You walk into that trophy room, and the checks on the wall. I don't care who you are. If you're Hudson O'Neill, Don O'Neill, your heart has to beat a little bit. And but Hudson, I I appreciate you taking time to join us on Rap, Rapping on Racing. I wish you best the next two nights here at Charlotte, and uh, looking forward to your adventure next year. And I'm sure somewhere in 2023 we'll be chatting again. All right, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC-JWCA are unaffiliated entities. No one covers motorsports like Rapid on Racing. For nearly 40 years, Rapid on Racing has provided the best in motorsports information with knowledgeable and veteran reporters who cover all forms of racing. Weekly reports include local dirt and asphalt racing from Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, plus the All-Stars, IndyCar, IHRA, Lucas Oil Late Models, NASCAR, NHRA, Rush, USAC, and the World of Outlaws. Listeners get the latest breaking motorsports news. The show features special guests, local track reports, driver interviews, and listeners' emails. The host of Rapid on Racing is Don Gamble. 
a former driver and track promoter, Don brings a wealth of racing knowledge to the program every week. Quite frankly, there's no other program like it on the air today. Rapid on Racing. Why not be a part of the weekly action? And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. And joining us is the driver of the 111, Max Blair. Max, great year so far. Uh, I think you're currently, maybe as of last night, second or third in points and battling for the Rookie of the Year. But about a year and a half ago, you took this venture on with Viper Motorsports and gave you an opportunity for someone from, you know, state of Pennsylvania that's pretty much a regional driver to get out and experience what it's like to go on the, on the road. And, uh, just from you know the, the 70 cars that we have here tonight and going up and down the road, I came down with uh, this airing crew. It's a lot of time and effort to, to be out there full time. Yeah, it is. Um, it's been a lot of fun. You know, I believe we had a, a pretty successful year for our first year out doing it. And, uh, you know, like I said, we had a lot of fun. Hopefully we can, uh, you know, do a little better next year. When you're out there, Max, what was your biggest challenge? Was it maybe seeing tracks for the first time that you weren't used to and trying to adapt? Because with the Outlaws, you know, you're running 60, 70 races a year. And, you know, back home in western Pennsylvania, you kind of got your tracks dialed in. And you're going out to, say, Iowa or somewhere to run. And it's a little quarter-mile track. It's totally different. Yeah, you know, it was a big a, a big deal for us was just all the new racetracks and how different everything was but uh same deal you know we went to some new ones that we struggled at and we went to some new ones that we were good right out of the box so you know it's this is a humbling sport you know a guy might win today and he might be in the b main tomorrow that's just how it works you know for your first year out at the tour you know a couple wins consistent top finishes is that something that you and your dad robbie would have expected this year uh, I mean, you know, we're, we're not out here going up and down the road because we don't think we can do it. I mean, I, I, we believe we can compete, you know, but we also know there's going to be some, some rough days and some growing pains. And, you know, it, uh, we definitely had some of them this year, but we had good days too. So it just, uh, you know, if it wasn't for, the, wasn't for the bad days, you could never have a good one. You know, we talk about so many drivers, and last year Brandon Overton started it. And with the big paying purses, a lot of guys aren't following series. And that sometimes I think is a good thing, bad things, because, you know, down here this weekend we got some, you know, 70 plus cars. But, you know, sometimes when you get out there and you struggle, but you also make that commitment to run that series good and bad and sometimes you you have to bypass a race that's closer to home and what's maybe Max's thoughts on that and is that something you're going to maybe you know maybe you doubt that you're going to run full time next year with the series or you're just going to sit back with boom and just kind of hit pick where you want to run no we're going to do the full outlaw tour um it's just a good deal you know there's a lot of incentives to, to be one of the platinum drivers that go to every event and uh you know, it just it makes sense for us to do it, and like I said, we had a lot of fun this year, and hopefully next year, you know, our second round of going to a lot of them places, we can be a little better when we unload. That's true, uh, you know, and which you know, just to wrap things up, Max, you know, you had a great year with the the Viper Motorsports team, and you know, I've read the online stuff, and each of you congratulate each other on what you've accomplished, a lot of wins, a lot of success, but you know, sometimes in a career, you got to make a different direction, and for a lot of the drivers now, when you have family. It's so very important. You know, you got, I think, what, two now? 
Yes. Yeah, and to be on the road and not to be able to take them, and sometimes it's difficult. And I see a lot of drivers just making changes, and obviously Max did that this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm fortunate because my family gets to come with me a lot more than most do. Um, but my boy's getting older, going to be starting school and stuff, so you know he ain't going to be able to come all the time uh, anymore. But. You know, it, uh, we had a really good couple years um, with Viper Motorsports, and I, I, I can't thank them enough for the opportunity they gave me. And um, I'm really looking forward to moving forward with, with Boom and uh, Boom and Steve and Chubb and everybody with, with the Briggs Transport team. You know, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have this opportunity the last two years, and I'm, I'm just as fortunate to have the one that we're getting ready to take on here. So uh, we're, we're really looking forward to it and can't wait to get going. And the, you know your distance to from where you are into you know Boom Shop isn't all that far. Are you going to be keeping the cars at your place, or they're going to be at you know Booms and Chub Frank Racing? Um, a little bit of both, I believe. But uh, for the most part, I think they're going to be at my place unless there's a reason we need to take them up there. Um, you know, if we get tore up or something, we got a quick turnaround, something like that. But uh, for for the most part, I think they're going to just stay at our place through the through the summer. I'm sure they're going to be rocket chassis. That's the thing you're most used to. Yeah. Yep. Rocket chassis. Uh, Clement. Clements Motors. You know, same stuff that I'm used to. So, uh, you know, I think the transition should be smooth, and, and uh, we're bringing we bringing the my dad along and my crew guys along with me also. So it, it should be a, a real good deal. Well, Max, for myself and Don at Rapid on Racing, we congratulate on the successful year that you had, a learning year, a growing year, and we wish you the best uh, the rest of the weekend here at Charlotte, and good luck next year. Thank you. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. I would like to take a minute to thank our marketing partners. Curtis Power Solutions, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Alternative Power Sources, Zarin Truck and Automotive, RPS Financial Solutions, and Jennerstein Speedway. Without these people, rapping on racing would not be possible. Stand on it. Come on, man. Stand on it. Stand on it, y'all. Hi, this is Tim McCready. You're listening to Rapid on Racing. We're at Charlotte Motor Speedway. 
It's Saturday afternoon, and joining us is the driver of the Buzz 2 number 88, Matt Williamson. Matt picked up the win Thursday night. Last night wasn't quite the way you wanted it, a dominating heat race, but as we talked a little bit before the interview, you were going across the scales and you felt something. And, you know, fortunately, like many other drivers, you have a backup, and the backup, you got back to 12th from 30th, so you have to feel comfortable going into Saturday. Yeah, we had a good car last night. Um, unfortunately, we had to start in the back just because we uh, brought another car out. But that's uh, the name of the game. That's the rule book we follow. And unfortunately, um, you know, we could uh, we could get a get a good run, you know, to put us in a good position for tonight because there's no time trials. So um, start on the front row tonight, and hopefully uh, we can get ourselves in the redraw and then draw a good number. You know, Matt, they call you Money Matt Williamson. And the best part of this year, and I've looked at some of the wins that you've had and Sheppy's had, and the money for the Modifieds this year has been like it's never been. Some bit of magnet reckless. We see that with the late models and the sprints, but you know, generally for the Modifieds, you don't see that. But, you know, 2022's changed that. Yeah, um, you know, Brett Dale certainly came out with the Elite Series strong and um, paid some good money. Uh, and dirt's up their purses as well. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a good time to be a professional modified racer and good time to get into the modified racing because it's, uh, it's going to be close. You know, obviously it's not what the late model stuff is, but um, things are looking up, that's for sure. You know, it's a, it's a, you have a unique situation. You, know, you run with the Budge 2 team. You also run with the number three, Barrington. Then you have your own you know, your own car. And I saw you we saw you at Lernerville earlier this year in a car that you said that you only maybe driven twice due to the craziness of COVID. You know, from you guys being across the border, it, it's, you know, finally after two years, you got some kind of a, a sanity again. Yeah, you know, thankfully down here we've got some Canadian fans. Uh, we've seen that on Thursday night and then last night with uh, Matthew winning, uh, those fans are singing again. So um, it's cool to have the Canadians back here at Charlotte. Um, you know, it just makes it uh, makes life easier. I mean, the border, border was closed uh, for a little bit. Um, had to jump through hoops and fill out paperwork every time we crossed the border. So thankfully uh, that's over and we can kind of get back to some normalcy. One thing that I guess is a, a big change from the last two years is when we talked last year, you, know, you couldn't have family with you. And that's, you know, tough where you know, your dad can come over, your girlfriend couldn't come over. And that just makes it all that much harder where they're back home and, yeah, they're still with you, but they're not. Yeah, you know, this year uh, Natalie came down to Charlotte for the first time in a little while. Uh, my fiance and um, you know everybody else is here too, so uh, it makes it more normal for me. I mean, everybody else that you know was living down here uh, didn't affect them at all. So obviously, it was something that I had to deal with, and um, you know, thankfully, it's over. Uh, Matt Williamson's the rest of the year. Is is this it, Matt, or are you going to be heading anywhere else the last two months of the year? Uh, no, we're done. Uh, we're done after this. This is our last race of the year. This is our 94th race this year, and um, we did a lot. Uh, we won a couple races along the way. Um, you know, struggled a little bit along the way. So I'm thankful that this year's over and uh, we can kind of get get uh, get rolling again in February. One thing with the modified series is, you know, especially up in New York, and you guys can race three nights a week, which is to get the number of races that you guys have in is just a, a tremendous amount to be able to race. You know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many people in the country can say they've raced 90 sometimes. So, um, obviously, we race a lot. Um, you know, it just uh, gets tiring. We travel a lot. You know, being from Canada, every race is a minimum of three, four hours away. So, um, thankfully, uh, 
we can rest up in the next few weeks and um, yeah that's about it maybe we need to get you a house a little bit across the border I'm right in Buffalo so uh, the Canadian side of Buffalo and um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not far. I mean, I'm probably the closest point in Canada, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's a half, long drive. Have to ask you, as a, as a long-time Steeler fan, are you now a Buffalo Bill fan? I've been a Bills fan my whole life. So um, Josh Allen's playing good this year. Hopefully, the Bills can get their shit together and they can uh, they can go to the Super Bowl. Well, Matt, congratulations on a very successful year and best of luck this evening. Thank you very much. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Business owners, if your ad was here, our listeners could find out about your company. Speedway Productions has several advertising packages to fit your budget. Rappin' on Racing airs live Monday evenings at 6 p.m. on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher. It is also available on our webpage, speedwayproductions.biz, 24 hours a day, April through October. Show host Don Gamble and his reporters present all sides of local racing. The two-hour show features local track reports, special guests, driver interviews, and all the national racing news. Check out the show and let us know if you are interested in becoming a marketing partner. For additional information, please call 412-999-6625 or email us at rappinonracin at gmail.com. We're at Charlotte Motor Speedway for the World Finals, and joining us is the number of the 49 super late model, Jonathan Davenport. Jonathan, beyond your wildest dreams, you know, you won the million. And you've just had a year that, to put it in perspective, is record-breaking. I don't think the years that you've had in the past would be a, a, a standard for Jonathan. This year just blew it out of the water. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, obviously the, the million was uh, was huge, but even if you take out that one race, we still still had an excellent year. Won a, won a whole bunch of crown jewel races and was in position to win a couple more and let them slip through our finger. You know, with that, you know, the season now you start in Florida in January. 
and you go all the way there's races now in December down in Florida down in Milton Florida and it still gives you guys an opportunity and one thing that was very made very obvious this year was you know you went off of a tour uh, but with you know the XR races and so many races that are I guess from a racer standpoint you know, from where you're at, it's tough to drive to the Midwest when you're passing two ten thousand or twenty thousand dollar races. It just doesn't make any sense. Man, no. Uh, well, just with the cost of fuel nowadays, and uh, there are so many big paying races that that are spread out. Um, you know, it, it, it gives all the racers options. So we don't want to be locked in to, to having to go somewhere where we may have to drive 12 hours where there's a, a good chance of rain when we could drive four hours the other way and for the same amount of money. So, uh, you know, we just tried to race smart um, and for and just uh, try to make the, the most reasonable and uh, business decisions that we could money-wise for, for our team owner and everybody on the team. At the beginning of the year and the press release that came out, Jonathan, one of the things that was so important to you, and it's for any drivers, it's hard to experience going up and down the road weekend and weekend, you know, 42, 50 races a year. But to be able to pick and choose and to be closer to home, but more importantly, be with family. And that seems to one of the drivers that I've talked to this year seems to be a big sticking point to where, you know, maybe I, if I want to take a weekend off to go do something and have fun with the wife and with the kids, I'm able to do that where I'm just not committed to week after week because the grind is very tough. Yeah, for sure. We run 40 to 50 races before August. Um, so we're, you know, this this year I've backed off my schedule and we're still going to be around 80 races. So it's uh, it's definitely a lot. And there's, there's people that's run over 100 uh, this year. So there's a lot of racing to do and uh, there's always going to be another race. But you, you definitely miss out a lot uh, family time running up and down the road. You know, we can't. Um, everybody thinks it is a dream. And we, we, we and which it really is to be able to to work and, and do what you love but at some point you got to have a break you know i miss a lot of time at home that stuff that i won't ever get back so uh just trying to uh you know just balance the two that that's the hardest thing to do but that's what we got to do you know later on in life uh you know your, your your life changes the older you get now i've got a son i want to i want to see his you know baseball games and his soccer games and things like that I, that i've already missed a lot of but i try to uh plan on making a whole lot more of them the gentleman i work with don gamble he has a saying is you can't put time in a bottle and when you have that, like you said, to be able to see that first game. And, and, and it's just so important watching them grow up because, again, they grow up and they grow up so fast. Yeah, no doubt. You know, they, uh, there, there's so many things that, that you can't go back and, and redo or undo. So uh, just try to, try to make the memories count when we can and uh, try to make more of them than not. I had to put you on the spot, and it's just is this going to be kind of funny. Is there anyone in this this crazy year that you've had with all these successes, all the tracks, all the wins that you have? Now, obviously, the million dollars has to be up there, but was there one? Because sometimes a driver might win a million dollars, but they still have a favorite race that's different. 
Uh, yeah, um, I mean, sure, my, my favorite race is always going to be anyone at Eldora. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's the million, the world, the dream, the intercontinental, the, the stream, whatever it may be, it's uh, definitely up there. But, you know, I, I just always look back on the ones I didn't win more than the ones I won. It's always funny. You drivers have that memory where the ones that you win are, are there, but it's the ones you finish second are like, maybe I should have did a little bit better. But, Jonathan, I'd like to thank you for taking time during World Finals to talk to us and wrapping on racing. And, and congratulations on a year and hopefully maybe maybe you might no pressure you might get that two million dollar mark that's more the media talking to try to get that but uh, best of luck whatever races you have the rest of the year all right thank you are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review rick sabo of rps financial solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud he helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, Give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. This is Jonathan Davenport, and you're listening to Rapping on Racing. We're at the World Finals, and we're talking to Thursday's night's late model winner, Tanner English. Tanner, you get a situation every now and then that you have a car that's good. I saw it go out in hot laps. It looked quick. It was even quicker in the heat race. You drew, I think, the outside pole for the feature, and Shane was on the inside. And the track the last couple nights here, it seems like whoever gets that advantage going into turn one, it's a big plus. Whoever will do that, and something uncharacteristic that happens in the world of outlaws, 40 laps green. Yeah, that seems like it's been happening a lot this year. Uh, I don't know if it's just uh, 
people being smarter about the way they race or what, but uh, you know we've we've had a lot of green to white. I mean green to green to checkered races, and uh, you know it's it's just a testament of who we're racing with. You know, the good good cars and good good drivers, but you know is uh, we had a really good car. Uh, don't think it could have got much better. I mean, I I know a little few little things we could tweak on to get better, but uh, man, it was really good. And, it's all about who gets out front too. You know, you got to get that jump at the start and, and get in clean air and, and uh, stay out of trouble. The first night, I believe you finished tenth behind Max. And again, speaking of Max, we want to congratulate you on only finishing second in points in the Outlaws, and, and that's big. You know, you know, congratulations to Dennis. But you, know, you and Max had an epic battle all year, and on top of finishing second. You were the 2022 Rookie of the Year. And in, in that class was pretty good. You had Gordy Gundinger, yourself, Max. So there was some stiff, stiff competition. So I think, I don't know what you'd be more proud of, finishing second or, you know, winning the Rookie of the Year points. I think, uh, I mean, second, being second in the points is huge. You know, I, I know we had a we had a shot at it one time to beat Dennis, but kind of kind of all went the wayside there when we went to Kansas. You know, we had a couple bad nights and uh, almost lost second. So to wrap up second and the rookie deal is, is pretty big you know uh, I think we're the fire, highest finishing rookie in the series history so that's pretty big and uh, I don't know just to, just to be up there you know Dennis he's been doing this a long time you know I, I congratulate him you know he's he's uh, he deserves it and uh, you know he's really consistent all year and uh, I, I think I'd have put, a, put him up against anybody you know I know I know we were a little bit down on competition this year the World of Outlaws but uh, you know I think you put anybody against Dennis this year, and he's, he wins. So, uh, um, you know, he was tough to beat. And, uh it was a good year. We'll just uh, try to build on it and get better next year. In, in, in any sport, you know, consistency is so important, and especially this, because you have such a long year, 40, 50 races you know, up and down the country. So you're inevitably going to have a bad night, and I think that's where going into the latter part of the year, like we'll get it at the end of August, first part of September, you, know, you were consistent, you were up there, but you didn't have that win, and then you had a weekend where you got boom, boom. Yes. And then that has to be a big psyche to not only for, your, for yourself as the driver, but the team it's just like you know we could do it but finally we did it all right it's it's big just to get that get that weight lifted off of you and uh it's just like anything you know uh, once once you do it once or twice it, it just gets a little bit easier and uh it just uh i don't know something about it you know is is uh makes it way easier the next time you go out you're not you're not as nervous uh just not not caught up in your in your thoughts and your head and everything. Just trying to just trying to make every lap the same and and uh, get the job done. The format we here have for the finals is an unusual one. There's going to be no qualifying today, so it's based off of your finishes from two nights. So obviously a first and a tenth, you have to be somewhere up in the front. And it and it's Charlotte here. So you know to win one had to be special, but now being in a position for the final night where the big money is is to maybe have be on that first maybe first two rows for a heat race big yeah oh yeah it's big you know just like just like last night or the night before uh, getting that jump in that heat race is really big because there's not a lot of passing early in them heat races because it's real fast and everything and you just can't uh it's hard to get around cars you know we're going so fast but uh i don't know it's uh it's a weird format, you know. You can, it's it's going to throw you off a little bit because you ain't got laps on the track. You just kind of get thrown out there and, and run a heat race. So uh, just try to uh, remember what we did last night or the night before and uh, 
and go from there. And the track will probably, I guess, they were doing a great job all weekend. It's been pretty consistent. But being out front, Tanner, how important is that clean air? I can just see from the heat races to when you were in the feature to before you got into lap traffic, it, it was just, you know, Shane was not even in the same ballpark, and I guess, and maybe just this track, carry, you wouldn't think it carries as much speed as it does, but oh, it yeah. does, and to be out in the clean air, I guess, is big. Yeah, it's, it is big. You know, these cars are so wide, and, uh, you know, they make, they make a big footprint in the in the air, so... Uh, when you get behind one, it's like getting behind the wake in a boat. You know, the further you get back, the more that air affects further back. You know what I'm saying? So you could be 10 cars, car lengths back, and that air wake is 10 car lengths wide. You know, so um, it just kind of messes with you. And it, I don't. Once you start, it seems like once you get uh, closer to them, the closer you get to them. After you get past that 10 car link mark, you know, if you move down below them or something, get a little bit of clean air on your nose, then you start picking up speed. So it's almost like you hit a wall once you get to them and, and uh, you can't really do the things that you, you were doing before you got to them. It's, it's pretty weird how that works, but uh, that's, that's the way these cars are nowadays. And the only way to, the only way to fix that is uh, basically just uh, smaller racetracks, you know. I mean, that's, that's about it. You know, or we, or we start making a less less of a footprint with these cars, but uh, you know they, they all still race good. You know we we still race hard and really good. So uh, it's just the way of the world nowadays. There's a lot of wins you get, and you've had three. So this will be three for the uh, since the other night, but. When it's Charlotte, there's some crown jewels, and I don't have Charlotte really a crown jewel, but it's a culmination of the season ending. And in sure, it had to feel real good the other night. It did, yeah. It's uh, just different, you know. Here with all this, it's like there's a buzz around here, you know. It's pretty electric, and uh, you know, uh, it's just different from from most places. A lot of people you don't normally race in front of, you know, a different kind of crowd, sprint car people, mod Northeast modified people, so it's just different. Um, most most times, most other racetracks we go to, it's all late model people and they already know you, but uh, just trying to get in front of new people and uh, uh, try to make more fans is always big. Well, again, for myself and Don at Rapid on Racing, congratulations on the year that you had, second in points, rookie of the year. Wish you best of luck tonight, yep. and hopefully we see the, uh, the 81 in a, a podium position, maybe even number one. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. 
but with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Listeners, we're still with Charlotte Motor Speedway, and we have a, a special interview. Uh, we were at the driver's meeting, the last one for the year, and they were passing out some awards, and there was the best pill draw, the worst pill draw. But the last one that they presented was the Crew Chief of the Year Award. And for anybody that's involved in motorsports, you know, the drivers seem to kind of get all the accolades, and it's the, the crew chief that makes the calls and does things like that. But you don't always see him. But in a sport that is so male-dominated, Heather Line, who's been with Dennis Herb Jr. for 20 years, won this year's award, and it's back-to-back. Heather, it has to feel good that your peers in the outlaws recognize what you do going up and down the road with Dennis. It absolutely is. It's very nice. I mean, we all work hard in the pits. We all have each other's backs. We all help each other out. But to to get that recognition as a sole person working on the car, it feels good to to know that people see how hard I do work. In this sport where there's multiple people for a team, you you and Dennis, you call it the one-man band. It's it's up and down the road. And and listeners, I'm not going to really get into Heather's story, but just in a nutshell, about 20-some years ago, she knocked on Dennis Herb's door and said she's coming from her job as an engineer and said I'd like to get involved with this in some way and then 20 years later you've had not only you've had a successful fun run but from Heather's standpoint how special was this year knowing that you and Dennis earned the 2022 Case Late Models World of Outlaw Championship it has been really good. I mean, we've put a lot of hard work in. I mean, we've spent a lot of a lot of hours at the shop. We strategize about this in the very short off season that we had, and this was our goal to be out here and to take that championship home back to Illinois, back to our Carpentersville shop, and we did it. You know, I have to ask this from us in, in this sport that again, there's so many things that you can do. What would you encourage our young ladies out there? that are wanting to get into engineering, mechanical apparatus, welding, to take that step because some of these jobs, like I said, you have a normal job, but there's, you don't have to go to college to become successful in things that you do. Absolutely not. I mean, the first and foremost, I was raised to believe 110% that you could do anything you want to do as long as you really truly believe in it and put forth the effort. Um, so don't listen to the noise. Don't listen to the people that say you shouldn't be doing that or you can't do that. Because you know what? We can do anything that anybody else can do out there. You just have to work for it. Well, again, Heather, from myself and, and Don back at the studio here in Troutman, I'd like to congratulate you on 
we're, I'm looking at this big, I don't know, I guess you call it some type of... Ranch. It's a ranch, but I don't know. I don't, maybe it's not seven-eighths, or it's pretty bigger than seven-eighths, oh, but way than it's way bigger than seven-eighths, and it's going to be great to put that back on the wall of the office yep. back home. Yep, thank you very much, and it's going to be awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. Saturday afternoon at the World Finals, and we're in the hauler, I'll say the motor coach with Zarin Racing, and joining me is Logan Zarin. Is it Logan? Had an opportunity to ride down with you know you and your family, and the, the trip here really was a two-full trip. One, it was for you and your dad to come down and experience what it's like in front of a huge crowd and huge facility, something that you've probably never experienced. But yet, that was the that was the the I want to say the the fun part, but that was the part that the racing part. But you brought your pap on, and he's 91 years of age, and you know he's an instrumental part of your team. He's he's there. He follows you. Um, it's just such a, a great sight to see someone that at his age he's still able to get around and to be able to see his his grandson race i'm sure it's special to you i know it's extremely special to your dad and i and i just had a chance to talk to him and he's just enjoying it hell out of this weekend yeah i mean you know with him getting of age and stuff he's starting to have his health issues so we're just trying to you know give him his last give him a good something to remember a trip to remember so we definitely wanted to bring him down here i mean we wanted to come down too but you know a big part of it was to get him to come down here he hasn't been here for a while so just let him have a little bit of fun for a week you know speaking of having fun you came down here i don't want to say no expectations but i watched your run the other night in the b main and, and, and you're talking 70 cars here the best of the best in the united states and you finish fifth it's got to be a good feeling. Each day you're getting a little bit better, more confident. I don't know what the track's going to throw you guys today. You know, your dad and Greg Beach are going to really have to uh, watch what's going on because you guys are going to be running last all night. And so that means we have all the big blocks, which tear up the track a certain way. And then you got the sprints, and then you guys are last. But that being said, you know, just you know, tell the listeners what it's felt like from Logan to be in the car and experience, you know, coming down to the front straightaway and seeing 15,000, 20,000 people. Um, you know, it's really cool to like, cause I've never been anything like this and I knew if I wanted to, you know, take a step further in my career, I needed to start coming to these bigger shows and stuff. So we decided to come down here. I mean, yeah, the, the nerves were definitely higher than they've ever been. Just seeing all them people was pretty crazy, but we ran fifth in that B-Man. I think it was Thursday night and, uh, I finished fifth through a lot of hard competition. So I was pretty, uh, pretty happy with that. Yeah, the track, I mean, you've had some curves, you, you know, got it sideways a couple times, but that's always part of learning the track, but uh, again, today, there's no qualifying, it's based upon where you guys raced, and you know, hopefully, for some of those better B-main finishes that you're going to be up there with a little bit better starting position for the heats. Yeah, I think, uh, I really don't know exactly where we're starting yet in the heat race, maybe, I think, eighth or ninth, so, we got a little bit of work to do, but I think, I had my shock guy come down and help me out today, so I think... We got something for him, and then we're just hopefully get some luck going our way. 
you know, for you know, for a young guy like you, what do you want to tell the people back home to that? How much fun you have with you know grassroots raising and be able. And again, the key thing I was talking to Jonathan Davenport a little bit earlier, and you know, a big part of his decision this year, and he's having a record-breaking year, but was he wanted to be able to spend time with the family. And like Don Gamble always says, you can't put time in a bottle. So while you gained experience this weekend, I know it's a weekend that you'll never forget, your dad will never forget, and I know your pap will never forget. I mean, yeah, we're definitely, it's its crazy. I and mean, the people back at home are supporting me and stuff. And I wish they could all be down here with me, but you know, our hallway only sleeps eight, so we had to take the guys that are gonna get us through the weekend and then we'll come home and they watch me on TV and so yeah it's definitely cool I mean now I think now that we're here I don't think we're ever going to miss it um, I think we're pretty much stuck like that in Florida it's something you it's a great experience you learn a lot so I think we're pretty much this is a pretty fun we're going to be coming here for a couple more years after this the interesting part of this weekend it's a four-day event but you didn't run all four days and you had a chance with your family, your dad, your pap, to go out and, and visit some race shops. Yeah, my dad, um, he grew up with a guy, he works at a Hendrix, Tommy Karras, he's a pretty good engine builder at, H at Hendrick Motorsports, so he gave, gave us kind of a little bit of uh, behind the scenes tour of what they do there and stuff, and we got to uh, check out some restaurants around here, go to the mall, get some shopping in, so it was uh, pretty nice to get a day off, but you know, coming off the good B-man finish, I kind of just wanted to keep going, but you know, it's always nice to have a day off. Now, I have to ask you this because I'll put you on the spot. Who'd you shop for? Um, actually, just myself this time. I bought a new pair of tennis shoes, so yeah, just myself. Bought some racing shirts, so it was uh, pretty much just me this weekend. When you went to Henrik Logan, it just has to be like that's a pinnacle, a Taj Mahal, what you get able to see in the upper echelon of auto racing. Yeah, I mean, from what I've heard and what I saw yesterday, Hendrick is definitely the hands down probably the best facility in racing um you could really eat off that floor it's spotless so yeah it's uh something you kind of want to work towards and then hopefully one day you have a shop like that yourself maybe you can have your friend ship you one of those henrik motors down for next year yeah i mean i don't know they're pretty uh, pretty stout motors i've seen a couple of them so yeah i'd, I'd like to have one of them well, Logan, it's been fun traveling with you. I'm looking for a ride back tomorrow. Uh, looking for what you do tonight. And again, just continue to have fun and make the memories. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, we're just trying to keep it all going here and kind of just take the last day in and then head in tomorrow and get ready for Florida.
Saturday evening, we're between features at Charlotte Motor Speedway, and we just had the drawing of the Racers for Tots uh, Rocket Race Car. And joining me is the president of Racers for Tot, Lonnie. Always a big evening. He announced it, and as I was walking over between uh, features, you're on the phone with the winner. Uh, when you announced it in the stands, we didn't know really where he was from, but we'll let you, you were on the phone with him and you had a conversation and it's kind of like, well, I don't know if I'm going to keep it, not going to keep it. It's always a, a tough question. So uh, just share with us the, who the winner is from the 2022 Rocket. Okay, Dave. And again, we'd just like to say thank you to you and Dawn and Wrapping on Racing for this opportunity to share. Um, yeah, we had a very successful weekend and a little 10-year-old girl and her eight-year-old brother, Piper and Trip Hearts from over towards Pocono, Pennsylvania, uh, both quarter midget racers. They were asked to pull the winning ticket, and Piper drew ticket number 3465, and that was purchased by Mr. Brian Shuss, S-H-U-S-S, -S, from, um, he bought the ticket at Raceway 7, and he lives in Ashtabula, Ohio, and he's the lucky winner of this year's 2022 Rocket XR1. Um, he's extremely excited and very overwhelmed. He told me on the phone here just minutes ago that he's never won anything in his life. Uh, he purchased one ticket at Raceway 7 earlier in the year and he is completely blown away that he won the uh, chassis. Um, as for his intentions, he doesn't know. He's so excited. He doesn't know if he's going to go racing, offer it up for sale, give it to someone else. We don't know, but um, the car will be heading back with us. We will get it delivered to Mr. Shuss as he is not here in Charlotte. He was unable to attend the finals this weekend, but again, he is the lucky winner. Well, it was neat uh, to listen to part of the conversation. Uh, the emotion on Mr. Shuss's voice was apparent, and it's a big decision. You know, if you're truly not a racer, sometimes you don't quite understand what the value of this car works or what it is and just for the listeners again this is pretty much a race ready car to go you just pop your motor in and the value of it is approximately I'd say approximately $42,000 and there's nothing closer to a true roller this XR1 is ready to go on the track minus engine and transmission it has all the shocks the Hoosier tires front to back it's ready to roll drop in your power plant and you're going late model racing so it is a very big deal. Well Lonnie from myself and Don at Rapid and Race we want to thank you and your staff for all you do. I'm looking forward to the Christmas party this year and for the listeners that maybe would want to attend or send a toy where can they do that and where is it going to be? Uh, if they check out our Facebook page or our website racersfortots.org all of our information's on there the annual Christmas party will again be held the first Saturday in December, which is December 3rd. Same location, the South Fayette Township Cuddy Fire Hall. You know, listeners, if you want to reach out, go to the website. It's a wonderful cause. There's hundreds of bikes, toys, ankle deep, and it's all for needy children. Well, Lonnie, you'll be hearing some noise in the background. That means the sprints are about getting ready to go. So, again, thank you for all you do for racing, and we look forward to seeing you in December. Absolutely. Thank you, Dave.
Hey, this is Joey Logano, and you're listening to Rapping on Racing. Climbs out of the car, two beers in hand, two wins on the weekend. Confetti, beer, and a checkered flag, all for Money Matt. 15 grand in one of the biggest paying big block events of 2022. I got to thank Demetrius for that one. He, uh, he showed me where to be there, and then the caution came out, thank God. And um, I didn't think I was going to get Max. I mean, he, he slid up on me a little bit out of two. I had to check up, and I figured I'd get through a slider in three and four. But um, he had a good car. I mean, I, without them yellows, I don't think we would have won. But um, got to thank my buzz to you guys. Uh, to win this one tonight means, means a lot. Yeah, them cautions, you know, probably cost him the race, so I can't really be, be complaining about them. I mean, he, uh, he had a good car. I don't think I was going to get him without them yellows. So um, just uh, threw a Hail Mary on the top there, and uh, luckily we got by him. You know, at the end, I was worried about my tire. I could see uh, Billy started to fade a little bit because of the tire, and Eric, too, and I didn't know whether um, they had softs or hards on, and um, just a long week. I mean, yesterday, we had a good car, good enough to win, and... Uh, Unfortunately, we had a, an issue with the, the power plant and driveline area. So, um, got to thank, uh, got to thank Buzz and uh, the North Country Market. Scotty had a, had us fed all week. Uh, Buzz and Brian, Pick Night Racing Products, uh, Billy the Kid, uh, Integra, Ibach, VP Racing Fuels, VP Racing Oils. Um, you know, it's a whole gang that gets us done. After your win on Thursday, your 30th win, you said this is kind of a B minus year for me, second in points. After this one, does it move up a notch? Yeah, it might be a B. <laughs> well, he still did pretty well. Picking up two wins here at the World Finals, Money Matt Williamson. We go, Abreu coming out for the big cat, but Tommy Schatz finishes the season with consecutive wins. Second at the line, Giovanni Sozzi, Sheldon Hutch on third, Carson Basio fourth, and with a fifth place run, Brad Sweet is once again the World of Outlaws champion. And Donnie Schatz climbs up top as Brad Sweet drives by, but Donnie Schatz back-to-back -back wins for the first time in 2022 in the final two features of the season. These guys, just incredible what they've done the last couple weeks. Uh, the results haven't really shown it, but uh, they've been digging. Uh, we went and tested and we found a lot of things and, and kind of got ourselves back to having the feel like we used to have and uh, obviously that showed here this weekend so uh, hats off to them we got a lot of our like I said last night a lot of our friends and partners with us this week it's uh, I can't list them all but man it's um, great to have them here with us and um, awesome crowd great to see uh, everybody come out of the world finals I was actually uh, when you come here it's really cool for I'm sitting in the trailer watching that that mod race couple of that's a really good race the whole race was and a couple of friends of mine were ran first and second so it was pretty neat to to get to watch that it's just a great atmosphere but man I'm glad the season's over um, even though you run like that and you get the performance that way we everybody needs a break these teams take a beating up and down the road you fans need a break too I think but um, you know we'll do our best to see if we can't uh, continue this on through the winter and start off the season and hopefully uh, you know we can uh, be able to race with a championship for all the guys uh, they're there and congrats to Brad and his team. Um, I know what it's like to be in that position. It comes right down to it and uh, it's a great feeling to of satisfaction to win a championship. So uh, congrats to those guys and um, we're going to make it hard on them next year. Well, it was really a game of, of chess early on. Like, what do I do here? You know, that uh, there's it wasn't rubbered up. Uh, the racetrack just when you're going that fast and we're pushing that hard, we're using the tires really hard and 
you know, Brad set a pretty good pace out the top early, and I, you know, I knew Gio would be good everywhere. So, just wanted to, you know, wherever Brad went, I went. But when we got the traffic, I was forced to move. And when I moved, you know, that's what got us the lead. And I just kind of stayed down there digging. And then some of the cars we were lapping, um, I was like, wow, there's some really good iron here we're going by. So we stayed down there. And as long as you feel like you got all four tires stuck, uh, man, you, you're kind of a fool not to. But the exact same thing happened with the with the restart with two to go and, and you got no choice but with clean racetrack just to carry as much speed as you can and at that point um you'll use whatever tire you got left whatever motors left whatever you gotta do to get this trophy so hats off to everybody on this home team like i said everybody at carquest advanced auto parts ford sage um incredible incredible week and i'm um, just gonna enjoy it 14th win here congratulations at least we got away with that 13 right away we don't have to worry about superstitions so thank you world finals finale win so it's Jonathan Davenport down into turn number three. He drops it off the top side, goes to the middle groove, comes off at turn number four. Your winner, it's Superman, Jonathan Davenport. Chris Madden to come home in second. Dennis Herb Jr. is third. And as he gets ready to climb out, ladies and gentlemen, your late model feature winner at the World Finals, it's Superman, Jonathan Davenport. Actually, the bottom was pretty good there at the end. I finally turned down there in three and four. I'm like, dang, uh, I could have done this the whole time. Wouldn't been near as hard. <laughs> but uh, just a just a great car, you know. We came out here Wednesday and, and struggled. Uh, we, uh, we 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 got in a wreck with that car about a month ago, and it just ain't been the same since. So uh, thanks to the guys at Longhorn, they they uh, welcomed us with open arms as always. We took that car up there, and they're gonna. They're going to strip it and uh, put it on the jig, and then we brought out the oldest car we got. I mean, th this thing's been beat up and down all over the country, and uh, whenever we break it out, you know, time and time again, it, it always performs. We uh, was a night behind Thursday nights on all of our uh, adjustments, but we still had a really good car. We was really good at the end of the race. It was just really hard to pass, but uh, I'm a little out of breath. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't run the top that long uh, in a while. So uh, anyway, just uh, thanks to my guys. Uh, Jason and Tyler, uh, definitely, you know, they, uh, they they worked their butts off for me. And, they, and everybody at Longhorn, everybody else has helped us, Vinny, Kevin, um, just uh, the, the whole 39 team, you know, congratulations to them on their championship. It was awesome. But uh, one thing I, I, I got to say, you know, he's, he's one of my buddies. Uh, he drives a Longhorn, Tanner English. I did not mean to put him in a back straightaway wall, man. I felt bad all day about that. I was just uh, – I offered to help, give him parts, whatever I could do. Just it, it was it was a bad – uh, calculation on my part, I thought I'd give him a little bit uh, a room, um, but I, I just didn't give him enough. And he, he was he, he was gracious enough not, not to run into me and turn me. He actually just wrecked himself. Uh, so anyway, I just got to say uh, apologize to him and his whole crew and his team owner. But just uh, just got to thank Lance Landers, Darla Landers, everybody else watching back home. My wife Rachel's here. My son's watching uh, back home. And uh, Nutrient Solutions, ASC Warranty, Spartan Mowers, uh, Bill Stein Shocks, VP Fuels, Hoosier Tire, Mega Plum, and everybody that helps us out. I, I can't thank them enough. Thanks to all y'all great fans for coming out. Uh, glad we could put on a hell of a show for you there. Congratulations. All right, thank y'all. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway would like to thank all of our marketing partners who helped make our 2022 a success. Rourke Automotive Group, Cheplick Packing, Crawford Auto Repair, Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive, Rock Auto, Next Gen Outdoor Services, Summit Racing Equipment, Basil Race Fuels, Coca-Cola, Calusi Chevrolet, The Coriopolis Record, Isley's, J.D. Hall Excavating, Octane Customs, Precise Racing Products, Hoosier Tire Mid-Atlantic, Racing Junk, Rhino Racing Classifieds, 
Yingling, Zarin Truck and Automotive, and Zufall Communications. We would like to also congratulate our 2022 champions in the Rush Late Models, Philip Ubeck, in the Hobby Stocks, Frank McGill, for the Chuplick Series, Logan Catellis, in the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, AJ Poljack, in the Open Four Cylinders, Craig Rudolph, and in the Young Guns, Emmy Laboon. Stay tuned to our social media channels and our website, ppms.com, for upcoming information regarding our 2023 racing season. Thanks for tuning in to Rapping on Racing. I'm Lenny Batiki. Coming up next, a recording we did for PRN's At the Track. Check it out. Mr. Farney is coming up. Oh, we're not waving. Wait, we've got the white flag now because Mr. Checkered Flag is. Come on up here, Farney. Come on up here. I love me some Dave Farney. So you got to put the headset thing on, and you've already got the, uh, the green light on. Turn, turn, turn the thing around. Yeah, it's not like the flags where as long as you've got the wooden end, the other end flaps and all these darn things. And, uh, you know, so uh, you get to uh, use the sticks this weekend again? Yeah, well, one more weekend. It's, uh, it's great to be in Charlotte, for sure. It's awesome to have you. Um, I didn't realize um, the first time I saw you how cool it was until I watched the second time and could pick up the things that you do up there are so spectacular. Who, who taught you? How did you ever get this gift of being such an entertainer in that spot? I think it's just a matter of watching the number of people over the years. Uh, you know, I, I had always been a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother and father worked for Dirt back in the inception of the organization way back um, I just went and watched, and, uh, and watched a lot of great flaggers over the years. And every time I go to a race, uh, you know, you pick up little tidbits or little pieces of things that do happen. So, you know, these guys over here are all busting on <laughs> yeah. me now, too. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it's part of the show. And uh, So just like your friends are, are off-camera busted on you, right. do you get, get drivers, you know, during a caution lap that, that are giving you gestures more than just the number one, uh, you know, that, that just, just bust on you while they're driving underneath you? I was a high school principal, so I got, I got <laughs> gestures often. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, not really, but uh, thank Who, goodness. Who's the one that, that tries to get your attention the most? Who, who, who busts your chops? You know, there's a number of drivers over the years. <laughs> uh, you know, guys, uh, Timmy Fuller was one that always yeah. did, and uh, Billy Decker and I go back and forth because I've, I've done this now for 30 years. So mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of the older drivers have been around, have been around with them, and, and it's enjoyable. You know, I do this because I, like you and everybody else and all these people, out here it's a passion for the sport yes. and uh you know it, it it's there's no better sport out there and i was a athletic director in school uh, um, i was a football official for 42 years wow and uh so you know sports are near and dear to my heart racing is exceptionally near and dear to my heart and uh you know it's a family family affair i mean obviously we don't get to see the northeast family the super dirt cars as as much as a lot of us enjoy them when they come here uh this season races all all over again special finishes special runs uh is is there one lap one finish that is your 2022 lap that you crystallize this year under 
You know, I, it's just like people ask me all the time, who are my favorites? Mm-hmm. They're all my favorites. Yeah. You know, and, and there's, no, there's nobody, no matter what the situation might be, that I, there's nobody out there, no race that's one better than the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, in each class, you know, I think you have to show respect for each of them, as I hope that they would do back in return. And it's like I always felt, that you show respect, you're going to get respect. And I think that's true in everything that you do in life, right? Well, we certainly love the respect that you get from uh, the drivers, the way you have the flags, and the fans. Do you feel the fans cheering you on some as well? Definitely. You feed off it. You know, my wife keeps telling me it's time. You need to step (laughs) back. It's time to let some young kids step in. And um, I don't know. It's an adrenaline rush, you know. And and, uh, even last week, though, you know, this this the show last week. There, the fans were certainly weren't like it's what's going to be this weekend. But you know, you feed off the energy of the race itself, and uh, you feed certainly feed off the energy of the spectators in the stands. And looking so forward to you know this week um, and weekend uh, of of seeing this outstanding racing that we put on that the, the drivers put on for the, you know the show that's here and every other track that I work in. Yeah, it's exciting. For well, sure. I'm a Farney fan and can't wait to uh, see you up there. Thank you for stopping Thank by. You. We got to uh, finish this out. It is our checkered flag time now. We certainly appreciate all of you tuning in here to Pit Row TV, our PRNs at the track pre-race show for the World of Outlaws World Finals coming up the whole next four days. Different classes, different cars, all kinds of things going to be happening. <clears throat> Thanks to Bill Stein for uh, their support of our broadcast. Remember that it's not just about uh, dirt super late model all the way down through street stock and such. You can get that Bill Stein technology and check it out as well. I would like to take a minute to thank our marketing partners. Curtis Power Solutions, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Alternative Power Sources, Zarin Truck and Automotive, RPS Financial Solutions, and Jennerstein Speedway. Without these people, rapping on racing would not be possible. Stand on it. Come on, man. Stand on it. Stand on it down. my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars to be living here today cause the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away and I'm 
Minnesota To the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas From sea to shining sea From Detroit down to Houston And New York to L.A. Where there's pride in every American heart And it's time we stand and say The Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week and be sure to tune in for another installment of Rappin' on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all. Stand on it.